You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 57. All right, guys, we are at day five of the podcast positive party. Are you having fun yet? I definitely am. Now, I know every day we have been talking about some heavy things, but I hope we also have been encouraging you and just giving your heart some hope. And I know today will be no different. I have a very special, special person on the podcast. She has actually not been a guest previously, but I'm so glad that she was able to make time to be with me because her message is amazing. Today, we are talking with Lexi Miski. Not that long ago, she shared a post about preparing for a miracle, and I love the content so much. I wanted to have her on the podcast so that she can share that topic with you today. In this episode, we talk about the waiting season. And right now, that is the perfect thing we can talk about because we all are waiting. But more than that, we are waiting spiritually to see what God is going to do during this difficult time. Lexi opens up her heart about her season of waiting and why it was important for her to talk about how it's up to us to prepare for the miracle that God wants to bring forth. We talk about serving in prayer how it's important to slow down and not to get distracted during this time. We do also talk about how we can prepare our children for their miracles. And I'm just so thankful for Lexi and for just the way she speaks. It really blessed my heart and I know it's going to bless yours as well. So let's just get into it, guys. This is day five of the podcast Positive Party. And this is episode number 57 that I am calling Preparing for a Miracle with Lexi Miski. You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast. I'm JC, and this is the place where we get real, sharing truthful insights that will encourage us to make intentional choices in both life and business. I want to start conversations that not many young Christians today are having. Will you join me? Before we get to why you're here, let me share two special deals with you from some friends of mine. The Hello Awesome podcast wants to welcome back our sponsor, Nuggles, for a new season. Through affordable, modest fashion, Nuggles aims to provide beauty with comfort. From dresses to slip skirts, modesty doesn't have to sacrifice style. Hello Awesome listeners can use the exclusive 10% discount code by using Hello Awesome 10 during checkout. Head to Nuggles.us to browse their full collection today. Again, that's N-U-G-G-L-E-S dot U-S to shop high-quality products to add to your modest wardrobe today. Do you firmly believe that our relationship with Jesus should impact every part of our lives, including the clothes that we wear? We do too, and so do our friends over at The Modest Poppy. If you're ready for casual wear that's high-quality for the modern Christian girl— Use their special discount code TMP20 for 20% off your next order at themodestpoppy.com. You can be a witness for Jesus just by what you wear. So take advantage of these special offers from our incredible sponsors right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hello Awesome podcast. We are here with another episode 
special for you. We want to just get into these real conversations to bring some encouragement. And I have a very special guest with me. Uh, this is the first time she's actually been on the podcast. And I'm actually kind of happy that it's a little unconventional. So Lexi Miski is from My Blue Lane on Instagram. And we've been following each other for a while now. And I saw something that she posted and I wanted her to be here. So Lexi, thank you so much for being with me on the podcast. Stacey, thank you so much for having me. It is a true honor, and I am super excited. I am too. I know we've been having conversations, me personally, with my friends, and I'm sure everybody out there has been having pretty insightful conversations with their friends and family about what's been going on lately. And so you had posted something, I believe it was a, a while back, actually, about preparing for a miracle. And I know that's a pretty you know, loaded thought, but can you just walk me through how that message came to you at that time? Sure, absolutely. So um, I would say that through my life, I have been in many waiting seasons <laughs> and many waiting rooms, um, waiting for different miracles. I'm waiting for God to do certain things in my life. Um, currently, my, my husband and I, we are praying and hoping for um, another miracle baby. Um, so that's a lot of my story and journey um, since, well, basically through my entire adult life, um, I have dealt with um, endometriosis and many um, miscarriages and loss. And not to go too deep into that, but that's something that I deal with frequently. And the journey that I'm currently um, experiencing and going through. Um, and so this specific post, I think it was just one of those times where um, God just reminded me that He had me where He wanted me, and He also reminded me. Um, to not get weary in my well-doing, to not get weary in times of serving and those times of waiting for him, um, I would say to bring the miracle to pass that we're waiting for. We know that he's always working and we know that he never stops. Um, we, know, we know that, we believe that, but sometimes we do find ourselves getting tired and we find ourselves getting weary. And those are times when we have to stop and we have to remind ourselves that it's not about us to start with and that it's not about necessarily our journey, but it's about God's purpose, his plan, and that he's allowed us to experience this journey for a reason. Yeah. Um, I feel so strongly more recently in this post, especially this is the time that I think he really started dealing with me. I was preparing for um, a Bible study at our church. And this is, this was kind of my message was um, preparing a place for your miracle. And he reminded me that waiting on him to perform that miracle doesn't always mean sitting back and waiting for him to do what we need him to do. Yeah. Um, he reminded me that we're not supposed to sit back and do nothing um, through this time. And that when we get tired in our well-doing and when we get tired in what he's asked us to do, we need to lean on him for strength. And that's where I shared um, Isaiah 40, 31. Um, and I'll just read that. And it says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and faint not. And this verse has spoken to me so much. And it, it's, you know, it might be kind of confusing at first. Like, well, how does this tie into your miracle? But um, waiting on the Lord, I started researching this because I could not pull away from this. 
And that word wait, we know that it means more than just waiting. It means hoping for, um, it means working for. And, you know, one example I like to use um, was that, you know, you go to a restaurant and you have a server or a waiter and they are waiting on you. They are serving you. And this concept just clicked with me a while back. Mm -hmm. Um, It made me realize that is what we are called to do. We are called to serve the Lord and serve him with everything we have. And so waiting on the Lord will look different for all of us. Um, And in our season of waiting on him to perform the miracle that we need, we can wait on him and serve him in so many different ways. I hope that explains and kind of (laughs) answers your question. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that really brought such a different perspective that I think we need to remember. And I love that analogy. The Lord does speak to me also uh, through analogies, which I love because it kind of simplifies some concepts to me that if we thought about like a waiter or waitress, how they're waiting to serve, you know, and they want to serve us. And um, I know that's going to be different now that we are, most of us are at home. Do you think that now serving is going to look different for us in this season? Because we're usually so busy that sometimes we feel like we are serving, but I think sometimes we're just being busy and not really meeting the needs that God wants us to meet. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, This is something that I felt, oh wow, even just last night that the Lord laid on my heart that, you know, we we all say, okay, God, you're not going to put more on us than we can bear. Hmm. And, you know, that's that's kind of a, um, it's kind of what it means and kind of what it doesn't mean. We we all probably know that. Mm -hmm. Um, But many times we put more on us than we should, and we're putting more on ourselves than we truly can bear. And yes, I think in a way this time that we find ourselves in right now, it's, it's very, it's a scary time. Like we kind of talked about, um, there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear that's building up and we have to make a conscious decision to stop and obviously trust God. And so what does that look like for us? How do we continue serving? My mind first goes to prayer. Um, because whether you're in your home or wherever you're at, um, some can still go to work, some can't, there's a lot of different restrictions based on where you live. Um, but the first thing I think of is prayer. And prayer is our number one key to anything. It's the key to get us out of the situation we're in right now. It's the key to our miracle, no matter what that looks like for each of us. And I think in a, in a way we're, we're all in a waiting room right now. We're all waiting for something. We're waiting for this sickness and disease to pass. Yeah. Um, and we're waiting to be able to serve. But I think prayer for me is the number one way to serve. Um, I think slowing down if we allow it to, it's going to adjust our understanding of what God has really called us to do and who he's called us to be. You know, are we working within our own communities? Because right now that's something we might be able to do. Um, reaching out to our neighbors, those who live close to us, our family, our close friends, a stranger that you might come in contact with for whatever reason. Um, can we shine a light and serve the people around us the way that God would serve them if he was standing right there? Yeah. And so whether that's in your own home, um, I personally, I am working from home right now. And um, so my husband is here half the week. And then we have our four-year-old daughter who is full of life and energy. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's been some tough mm-hmm. moments. <laughs> 
there's been some moments where I've, I've had to stop and, and recollect and uh, refocus myself and ask God for his strength. And I think asking him to show us how we can serve and how we can best be utilized during this time um, is really, really important. Absolutely. I agree. And I too have a active four-year-old running around <laughs> and it's just so different trying to serve and, um, you know, do what the Lord's called you to do when you have young children. But I do think, you know, at this point in time, if we allow God to basically clarify what we should do in this moment, hopefully we will be less overwhelmed and more proactive so that when the miracle does come, whatever that miracle is, we will be prepared to receive it. I think that's awesome. Yes. I think that we must prepare ourselves in a place where we've humbled and surrendered ourselves to God, even though we are so uncomfortable mm -hmm. um, and letting God mold us in this time and absolutely leading us to the things that he's asked of us and not making ourselves, like we said, so busy that we're overwhelmed and we're not productive and we're not accomplishing anything. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I find myself in that place many times. <laughs> um, I am a very busy, busy person and I like to go, go, go. And when I have to slow down, it puts me in a really tough place sometimes. But when I can stop and I can try to learn through the mo those moments, and I can try to learn and take in what God is trying to show me, I believe we'll come out so much better than before. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I know for me too, um, I love, I love what I do. And I think that makes it hard when you do work from home. Uh, I work from home too, as an author, podcaster, add whatever title <laughs> at the end of it. But um, when you're multi-passionate, I was just I was just talking about this the other day, being multi-passionate. It's easy for us to get busy doing stuff that we actually love and enjoy. So we don't want to be discouraged and not do those things because I think those things are something that we probably are called to do, but we do have to recognize that there might be a time and a place for that and to just look at the needs of our family right now and just try and figure out how we can meet that need and just be a service to our family. And like you said, a service to our community, making that connection. I was just talking to Christina Baker the other day, um, and she was telling me how her pastor was encouraging people to write letters and make phone calls and just those kind of ways to serve. And I think as we are waiting in this waiting season, one of the ways, like you said, to prepare for the miracle that God is going to bring is to serve in, in ways that are just very simple, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. And, and maybe unconventional because we do always think of serving as working, you know, in our church or um, a ministry. And like you said, having specific tasks or areas that we are, you know, giving to. Mm -hmm. And this is going to look very different. This is going to look strange in a way. Um, so it, again, it's uncomfortable and, and we have to recognize that maybe God is just shifting our perspective and maybe he's, he's taking us to a place where we have to refocus and see things through a different light and through his eyes. Um, he sees things so much differently than we do when we're looking through our own eyes. And so when we, I, I agree with you that we should absolutely still do things that we enjoy and love, um, and should never, 
you know, not stop those things by any means. Um, but right now, yes, it may just look a little different than we even want it to, because I don't want my situation to look the way it looks right now. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, um, many of us, I think, could say the same thing. We don't, we're not maybe enjoying every aspect of what we're facing. But if we can take a step back and ask God, you know, show me what it is that you want me to learn through this time, because I think it will be different for all of us. Um, for me, the slowdown has been absolutely necessary and needed mm, yes. <laughs> in my life right now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's when we're out of this season and we're able to move about as normal and maybe go back to our jobs or just everyday life and what we're used to, um, I think we'll look at it in a very different way and looking to make those closer connections with people. And I think it's going to help us to not be as selfish as we might be naturally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we all have a selfish tendency in us in some way or another. Um, and in some ways that's very good. And in some ways it, it can be not so good. <laughs> um, but I think the Lord can open our eyes and show us that there are ways we can serve and we can, you know, again, going back to prayer, taking that time, we're given all of this extra time right now to connect with God in new ways and on new levels. It doesn't matter what level um, your prayer life is at right now. God doesn't judge us based on, you know, our, our prayer life right now. Um, he, he longs for relationship with us though. And he longs for time with us. And one thing that I've been trying to be better at, um, is dedicated time just with him, um, on a daily basis. And I can't say that that's an everyday thing for me. Um, but I can say that it's something that I am making a conscious effort towards, especially right now, having all of this home time, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and creating that space for him to speak to me and creating that space for him to move on my heart and to give me a burden um, and really just connect with him on a new level and just try to open myself to what he's asking of me right now. Right. Yes, I'm right there with you as well. I've been just feeling like God's been calling us deeper, at least for me personally, been calling me deeper into communication with him, into just being more still, being a better listener, not always being the one, you know, <laughs> talking or yes. being the one requesting things. And I'm wondering if you feel this way, that I feel like we're at a crossroads right now. We've been given this moment to be still and wait, but also serve. And I feel like we can either use this time, like you said, the way that God wants us to use it so that we can prepare for our miracle, or we can be distracted to where we actually miss that miracle. Absolutely. I think that if we get caught up in the news and we get caught up in everything going on, I, I, I want to stop and say that I think it's, it's very um, important to be informed. So I am not in any way saying we should not be informed. Um, but I caught myself the other day scrolling through um, just news article, you know, news article after news article. And it was like the Lord stopped me and I wasn't doing it in a, I would say a panicked way. Um, but I was mm -hmm. just thinking, okay, I have to know what's going on. I have to read all of these different things and you read one article and it says one thing and you read another one and it says another and it starts to become confusing and God has not given us, he's not the author of confusion and he has not given us a spirit yes. of fear. Yes. And I think that if we allow ourselves to get caught up in the news and too much information, <laughs> we will absolutely become distracted and we will lose that ability to hear his voice 
um, or we can lose that ability. And I think if, if we try our best to keep a healthy balance, um, what I've tried to do in the last few days um, after that experience is read um, from trusted sources that I believe um, are giving me true information. Mm-hmm. Um, getting the best information I can, talking with my husband about plans or things that we want to put in place or prepare for. Um, so as long as you know, you're kind of looking at it in a way of how can I be prepared? I need the information to be prepared, but not allowing yourself to become overwhelmed or distracted. And that's not something we can do on our own. We absolutely need to rely on God's strength and let him give us peace. Um, he is going to give us peace that passes all understanding. And at the same time, we, at times like the Bible says, we have to cast down every thought of the imagination. So when my mind becomes confused or is running wild with thoughts of what ifs and um, worry and fear, I have to stop myself. And in a way you can talk to yourself and you can say, okay, I will not be caught up in this. I will not allow the enemy or fear to take over my mind, you know, and pray, God, I give you every thought. And I ask you to give me a peace right now. Help me to be productive. Help me to use my time wisely and help me to serve in prayer or any way I can. Um, But I think it's a conscious effort and I think we have to make that decision. And if we don't, it would be very easy to become distracted and overwhelmed. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) It does. It really does. And thank you for being so vulnerable and just sharing that because we really need to understand that we are not alone. We're all on the same page. We're all kind of in the same boat, even though our situations might not be the same, even though our home life might be different, we are still all experiencing the same emotions and kind of going through similar things that way. And so I do think it's very easy for us to get distracted because like you said, we want to know more or we want to connect more or we feel like we, we don't want to miss out on what somebody's saying, maybe it's information or maybe even what somebody else is doing. But I think we do need to be careful and just basically remember who's in control. And also, you know, if God is getting ready to do something great and he is ready to pour out miracles upon his people, I think more than ever, no matter how uncomfortable or weird or out of just our comfort zone, I guess, we, we should just try, just try and reevaluate our time and our efforts and try and connect with him as best as we could during this moment. I agree so much. That's amazing what you just said. And, and it's trying, you know, and like, like I said, and like you've said, it is not, we're not all going to have the answers. We're not going to do it perfect every time. And we're not going to get it right. It, you know, there's going to be times where we do fall and we do worry. And we also can't beat ourselves up over that. I think we have to show ourselves grace through this time because God's grace is sufficient and his grace covers us. So we have to also let ourselves experience that grace and know that, okay, I will have moments of maybe fear or anxiety through this time. Um, But Lord, in that moment, I want to be able to stop and give it back to you. And I know that'll look different for everybody. Um, And like you said, our waiting room is so different. Um, every listener is probably in a different situation with different dynamics. But if we, if we get back to our basics and we get back to the place where we can truly trust God and give him our worries and cast them at his feet, because that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to cast every weight and every care 
at his feet. Um, I, I recently, I did actually just today, um, wrote this thought and she, every night I should back up a little bit. Every night, my little girl wants me to lay by her or kind of hold her. So we've gone from rocking to kind of holding <laughs> yeah. because she's getting so big. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I laid next to her and had my arms around her and she fell asleep, I just saw myself in the arms of Jesus in that moment. And yesterday, I, you know, I was overwhelmed. Um, I had to go to the store and worry did overwhelm me as I was walking through the store and, you know, seeing everybody in a panic and just seeing the situation up close. But as I laid there and I saw myself in the arms of Jesus, this peace that I cannot explain, it just overwhelmed me and just flooded over me. And as I I thought, I thought, you know, Lord, let me remember this feeling every time I experience the fear every time I experience the worry and let me go back to that and be able to say, no, I have a piece that I can't explain, but I know is real and I will cling to that no matter what. Yes. I had a similar experience as well when my youngest was a baby and I was rocking him. And, you know, when you feel just that comforting presence of God, nobody else, nothing else can match that. It really is such a comforter to our soul. I'm wondering if you can just take a minute. I know you've been encouraging us and encouraging me uh, this whole time, but can you speak specifically to someone right now who is in a panic and is worried and, you know, maybe they feel really discouraged that a miracle is not going to happen because of what they've been reading, you know, the different news articles, maybe what they've been scrolling and watching and putting in front of their faces, maybe they're just feeling really discouraged in this waiting season that they just have a hard time seeing just God and seeing the goodness of God. Absolutely. I would love to. Thank you for asking that. To every person listening, no matter what season or situation you find yourself in, rest assured and know that God is right by your side. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. We all go through times where we're in a trial, a struggle, or a situation that seems impossible. It seems like there's no way out. We don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. We've all been there. So know that you are not alone. Know that we are all in this together and that you have a community and a group of believers praying for you praying for peace over you. And I would encourage you to pray for others. When you start to feel that way and you start to feel discouraged and overwhelmed and hopeless, begin praying that you would be a blessing to others. Pray for someone else. Pray for someone else who you know is struggling with the same thoughts. And as you pray, and as you pray for someone else in need, God will meet you and he will bless you and strengthen you in ways you could never imagine. Also, don't beat yourself up for feeling those feelings. Um, Again, show yourself grace. Show yourself the mercy that God shows. And it's okay that you feel that way for a short time. But turn to God and cast down those thoughts, cast down those fears, and praise through it. Um, When you're feeling that way, I encourage you to turn on praise and worship music. Turn on something that you can really feel uplifted by and sing unto the Lord and sing a song, a new song, sing something that gives you joy and God will fill you with his joy as you praise him and as you worship him. Um, just Wednesday night, I'll just 
pause there for a second to say Wednesday night, we had church from our living room and, um, I was so overwhelmed by the spirit of God that I felt in my home. Mm. My little girl, four years old, she's raising her hands and praising God. And I stood up and I was praising God just like I was in church. And yes, I will tell you, I felt a little um, silly for, you know, a couple of seconds. (laughs) And then the Lord just, he just checked me and he said, you would do this in church. And so you have to do this right now in your space, in your home. And as we did that, and um, cars drove by and we had this huge window. So I'm sure you can see straight in there. I will be honest with you. I was dancing and praising God. And my little girl is running in circles. And my husband was there praising. And I did not care. You could stop and stare as long as you wanted. I wanted to have an experience right then with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I was filled with so much joy. I slept better that night than I had slept in nights. I don't, you know, for a while since this all started happening. So when you feel that way, try to Find a way and a place um, to praise God and to praise him through the storm. There's a song that comes to my mind. It's called Praise Before My Breakthrough. Um, and it is by Brian and Katie Torwalt, I believe is how you say their name. Um, and I'm just going to read a few of these lyrics if that's okay. Um, it says, I know the tension of the now. I don't always understand. I don't always get to see everything when I'm holding up my hands, when I'm counting every breath, Lord, all I need to know is you choose me. I'll praise you before my breakthrough till my song becomes my triumph. I will sing because I trust you. I will bring my heart. I will bring my heart. I will lift my song when I'm listening for your voice and I'm shutting out the noise. I know that you will speak clearly Mm. when I'm living out my faith. When I'm stepping on the sea, I know you take my hand and walk with me. And that is what we have to live by right now. We must hold true to his word and know that he is walking with us and that he holds us even in the moments when we fear he is with us. Yes. Amen. Thank you so much for that beautiful just word of encouragement. I'm thankful that you shared that. Those lyrics are just so beautiful. And I will look, I will link that song in the show notes for people to go on YouTube and Spotify and to find that song. Um, I do agree. It is a little weird when you're worshiping at home to lift up your hands in the living room, but (laughs) um, I think this would be an awesome time to start that. If we have young children at home, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Maybe just take 15 minutes. If we think about, the length of a song, it's less than five minutes. Even if we put on three songs, that's less than 15 minutes. Yes. So I would say it doesn't matter what time, but just put on a song or two or three. And, you know, you could put on a peppy song first. Sometimes my kids, I have two boys, they like jumping up and down and hooting and hollering. <laughs> and honestly, they're just getting the words in the song that are focused on the Lord are going into their hearts. Yes. And I'll, I'll hear them singing those songs throughout the day. They'll just be in their rooms and I'll hear them say, yeah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, you know, and, and it's just yes. so sweet and it's so sweet. So if we can try, and I know we're busy, we're trying to work from home. Some of us, we are trying to do school with our children. Things are right. really, really, like you said, just confusing and we're not sure what to do. But if we can just slow down just enough to to do the things that matter, 
I think that's just going to not only help prepare miracles for ourselves. imagine the preparation that we are, are helping with that are preparing our children for miracles in their lives. Oh, yes. That's awesome. I agree. You know, when we, when we train them and they, at a young age and I, the same with my daughter, she's four again and she loves to jump and shout. Um, and again, I'll hear her doing the same thing. And it shows that when you take that time, and like you said, it could be five minutes, 15 minutes, however long you want to, you know, set aside that time for, or however long you can, um, do that for, it doesn't matter the length. It just matters that you've set aside that time and dedicated it Mm -hmm. to connecting to God with your children and your family and putting aside everything else and just connecting with him. Because for many of us, we won't be able to step into a church for a while. Um, You know, we will be having church from our homes and maybe that's a small group and maybe that's just your family. But um, taking that time, I, I agree just that time, it will be so uplifting to everyone who does that. And, um, we've been doing it in the evenings, maybe before bedtime or so, um, just to kind of wind down and let my daughter get her, her energy out. <laughs> um, but yeah. we'll just do like a little praise break and we just, you know, do that. And sometimes it's a fast song and sometimes we go with some slow songs and it doesn't matter. Um, the songs you choose or the length of time, it just matters that we dedicate that time to God in some way. Right. And I think, like you said, we can be so hard on ourselves, but we have to understand that children just, they really do love simple things. They yes. really are. They really are simple to please. It might not seem that way to us because sometimes the requests are multiple <laughs> things. <laughs> yes. But I mean, they really just want comfort and they want security and they want love. And if we can just provide those things, you know, and help them in this situation and realize, you know, they're probably scared and confused too. So if we can just help them prepare for their miracles, you know, I think that would just be uh, just beneficial for everyone. Absolutely. I totally agree. Well, Lexi, I'm just so, so blessed um, by this conversation that we've been having. And I'm just so thankful that God has opened a door for I mean, you to just be able to minister to us, you really have ministered uh, during this time. And I'm just so thankful that God has allowed this platform for podcasting, who would have thought uh, to be used for his glory. And so I just want to thank you for coming on today. Well, thank you, JC, so much for having me. And thank you for just allowing us to talk and um, just be real and vulnerable. And I enjoyed it so very much and look forward to hearing more of your podcast. I love listening. I listen to every episode and I'm, I'm blessed every time. So thank you for following God and allowing him to use you because you are making a huge difference. Thank you so much, Lexi. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Hello Awesome Ministries? It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome, head to helloawesomeministries.com. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.